like there's a seven, out there. There's been a seven month process of George trying to buy out the neon ink cards. <laughs> I won't give up. Meanwhile, I won't give up. Meanwhile, just... No. Nope. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made the Juby with you, America's most moldy TCG podcast. I'm, of course, joined by the Michelob man himself, the defender of the 1%. Josh! There you go. There we go. But last time wasn't in a can and you were going to crash it on your head? No. Mm. Oh, that would have been great. That water tastes so good. <laughs> I, am also, I am also joined by the man who the mouse loves to hate, Louis DeGeorge. I love it. Welcome back, everyone. Kitchen Table TCG, joined by George from Compete Sport, uh, one of the Carolina's best LGSs. I, don't, I still don't know which Carolina he's in. Um, the best Carolina. We're so stoked that you're here today. Thank you for watching the podcast and being around with us. Uh, thank you for commenting and being involved in the comment oh section and, and letting us have it. We we got some good feedback last week that we will um, we all read. I'm sure George was part of it. And we'll Wait, try to what was the we'll feedback? Good, we got good feedback on how to be better podcasters. It was great. I don't need that. Josh and I talked about it. You will just continue to do whatever you do. So yeah, one hundred percent accurate. One hundred percent accurate. What did we talk about? I, I know. Uh, so we are going to be talking about lots of things today. Three magic topics, and then some of the other new TCGs as well. Uh, we're gonna be, Pokemon, one of the newer TCGs. <laughs> yeah. Continue. We're going to talk about the Secret Layer Thirtieth that just went out yesterday. For you guys, it's Friday, but you know we're going to talk about Brothers War. Josh is going to tell us all the good cards. We're talking about the Magic 30th event that none of us were at. Uh, we're going to then do a first look at a new TCG called Rise that sent us some packs to show off. Uh, super excited. We're going to give away some packs, too. I didn't tell you guys this. We're going to give away at least a pack um, to a, a viewer, and then I'm going to give away some stuff, uh, some patrons. Uh, Charizard UPCs. We're going to talk about Cryptic and the release. And then we're going to talk about the Salem event for MetaZoo and some other things. So. Let's hop right in. Did you guys get any secret layers for the 30th event, 30th anniversary? I did solely based on your guarantee <laughs> that there would be magic 30 packs in the box. Stop it. It was not a guarantee. I'm I sending you my bill if they're not in there. I hold true that there's going to be something connected to those packs in the event. In the well, box. that could be true. That's not at all what you said. That's not so, at all what you said. I, one of the comments, uh, the like the best comment on that video was, there's no way they do that because then the people who spend $250 will be salty that they don't. So my new take, revised edition, the revised take. I bought 30 I'm, of them on your old take. I said not to do that in the video for the record. I didn't uh, watch your video. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. Well, that's I would say own. if you made better content, I would watch it. That's so fair. it kind of is your fault. That's fair. Um, but my new take is that there will be like one card in each. I think that's it. When you open each of the 30 packs, there will be one card, that's which is actually two. That's actually two of the um, booster packs. So I don't know. It's interesting. Anyway, how did it go for you guys? Did you guys get some? Three, zero, baby. All in. Oh, you're that guy. Oh yeah! Wow. Well, you're aren't you both that guy? Didn't you get a metric boatload? No. So I have three different orders. Does that count? One of my orders didn't go through, and then I got a confirmation later for four. That was my F wife's. Orders. I I was literally picking up my daughter at preschool, and I was on my phone refresh. Like preschool picks up at noon, and that's what time the the secret layer went out. So I was like the on my phone. Dead of the year. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I ended up getting uh, one on one order. That's like the order that I wanted to go through. And then she ended up getting four. I have another order that got 10 uh, that I got for the store. After I got through the other orders, I was like, oh, I'm going to try to get some for my store. So I'm going to have them at 150 at, for the store. Yeah, for you guys are the reason. Yeah. You guys, I, I yeah. wanted one. Louis, I, wanted, I wanted one. We are I wanted one. I wanted Louis. one. And no. I got none. Do not blame Wizards of the Coast downfall on me and George. What? what? Okay. All right. I'm glad you said that. I just want to point. Okay. All right. I'll go into it. That's I it. want to point out this absolute nonsense discussion about how everybody hates Wizards all of a sudden. It's over. The rise of whatever new TCG you love is here and Wizards is dead and they sell out of $150 packs in 10 seconds. <laughs> People ain't that mad, apparently. When a company makes me mad, you know what I don't do? Give them all my money. <laughs> I don't buy $150 products of cardboard Listen. from companies I hate. Yeah. I won't do it. So, like, where's all this anger I've heard about? Where is this moral outrage that I have heard nothing of? I've heard nothing but this about from all the YouTubers. They're all angry. All these consumers are rioting. Yes, Josh. Where's the riot? I missed it. Yes, Josh. What if they only printed like a thousand packs? So the what rumor is the rumor what if is only like a thousand products. The rumor that I'm hearing is that there was thirty five thousand thirty five thousand secret layers. <laughs> That's not that many. It's not that many. I mean, it's a lot to sell in a minute. They sold out in an hour. No, it's it was, it was significantly less than an yeah. hour. So, like, so I finished what, changing a diaper and tried to place an order, and I was rejected. Yeah, you had kids. You lost. So one of like one of the scenarios, I was in line at nine oh one, and then when I went to check out, there I couldn't check out. Um, but. It, then I refresh. I had like two browsers open. The browser that I got in right at nine. What kind of bot were you using? I was using literally my iPhone standing in line waiting to pick up my kid. So no bots. I just had Google Chrome on one browser and Firefox on the other, or maybe Safari on one of them. Um, what the 1990s? Were you were you like looking we- for the drop in the 1990s? What are you talking about? In our personal conversation, we're going to talk about why you feel the need for multiple browsers, and I think all the viewers can guess. No, it's Google Chrome. Can you even get rid of Safari on your phone? I ha- I use Google Chrome, but whenever you click a link, it opens in Safari. I think that's true. A new iPhone user, I think that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you set Chrome as the default browser. Then um, I don't know how to do that. So... Um, I don't think a lot of people are talking about uh, like the, the lack of limit. I don't think the lack of limit was that big of a deal. I did a poll and 56% of the people who answered the poll as of the viewing of this thing said that they weren't able to get any. And then the next, Allah. the next tier, I think it was like, um, anyway, I don't remember exact numbers. I can pull them up, but while you guys are talking, my response to this, but the, uh, the, the next year was one people got one to two and then it was three. And then like very few people got 30 or like 15 or more. Um, okay. That's you. But I'm saying like the demand for people, the amount of people who want that is small. Like I thought we were all angry at wizards and we weren't going to buy their products anymore. What happened? I never said I wasn't going to buy their products. I was just saying I was angry at wizards. I think that they're, they suck. <laughs> like, I don't know. I never said I wasn't going to buy their products. This 
I don't know. This product seems super sweet. Uh, the the idea of an advent calendar where you get to open kind of cards, maybe leading up to the holiday season or leading up to some anniversary. Or yeah, I mean, you don't have to use it that way. It's just thirty packs. You can open them however you see fit. I mean, I think there's going to be a ton of people that make daily content oh, around. What? I love how little George knows about this and about he just, what he spent. He just he wrote spent, the check. Well, he spent forty five hundred dollars on. Yeah, George. Wait, is it really thirty packs in a single box? Thirty packs. One card each pack, and there's nothing special on them, and random foils. Ten, fo- I think it's like nine or ten foils per kit. Oh no, I'm hyped. Yeah. Now I'm hyped. So here's the actual statistics. Now I'm hyped. Fifty-four percent said no, they sold out. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Nineteen percent said I just got one. Eighteen percent said they got two to five. Two percent said six to ten, and seven percent said I got more than ten. So I want to give Doctor Louie a big shout out here. Mm, this is gonna be great i completely forgot about the drop until he ignored my phone call so rudely and said i'm waiting for the wizard's drop and i immediately <laughs> left the line at taco bell this is true went home and ordered the product there you go <laughs> that is a 100 percent true story um, so so thank you louis you're the reason i was able to get some so what's your advice to people who didn't get them fomo in fomo in no price is too high the worst that's legitimately your advice no don't do that that's stupid okay no absolutely do not do that um i suspect a lot of people got these stuff lit um i would wait until people started to receive them i think prices will retrace that's my gut unless here's the risk if louis is right and you're gonna get a 250 dollar pack in every single box that's or a pack isn't worth 250 bucks. A pack's not worth 250 bucks. Maybe, you know, maybe. You're, you're, we'll talk about that in a minute because you guys are bonkers. Um, like, then the boxers can go to the moon. I don't think Louis's right. That's always been my base assumption on every topic, and that will remain true on this topic. So I'm not the only one who's been talking about that, for the record. Who else the, has been talking about it? There's been uh, Jake and Joel or Magic talked about it. Yeah, I love them. They're great. Yeah. That's uh, what who turned me on to this product. Their video re- uh, reviewing this is fantastic. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's awesome. Yeah. Excellent content. Great. Uh, they they talked about it too. I, they, there's some other people who think there's something. There's got to be something in this. There's thing. always something in every secret layer. Right. That mm, I, That's not always something in every secret layer. I, I thought occasionally is. something. Is it always? I thought I think occasionally. Like every time. I'm pretty sure there's always been. Why this be the there's one that always, there's not? <laughs> Be the surprise. There's nothing. There's not even a foil of this one. It's like, it's like just the Hasbro middle fingers. <laughs> Let me tell you that that like that's what they should do. Teach you Bozo's a lesson. It is um, Mark Rosewater flipping us off. I just love Mark Rosewater back. still. Me and Marky Mark are cool still. He's not welcome here. Um, <laughs> Mark, come on my other podcast. I got your back. Uh, welcome so, to the Bone Zone. I think. Um, I think that the one of the big issues is that people thought it was going to be available for longer. Like even today, it still says that it's available. Love it. And that's I my favorite it, thing they did. There's like, a, count, there's like a countdown. Yeah. No, and love the, the countdown. I hope they restart the countdown after this one ends. No, it gets more, it gets more ridiculous. I, there was a post on Twitter and it's like, like this post to get reminded when it goes live. I got reminded. I finished changing a diaper. I went there and it was sold out. I was like, Oh, Thanks, Wizards. Thanks for reminding me. Sweet. Well, what that, are we doing? This pro- I was just positively reviewing this product. I got interrupted and kicked off, and now I'm ticked off because I don't have any. What are we doing? 
What are we doing here with this? George, will, George uh, will give you some of his. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to pay George prices. George is like, he gets it. eBay plus 20 bucks. <laughs> plus 20%, not 20 bucks. I got to eat. No, he wants a cool folded 20. Just slip it in the package. <laughs> um, I think this is one of those products where it's really hard to. It's really hard to see what's going to happen on the secondary market. I tend well, no, to because th- we don't know what's in it. Yeah, we have no clue what the, we have no clue what these things are going to be worth. Yeah, I I tend to think that this that this comes down to like two hundred, two ten on the secondary That's been market. Two hundred bucks. Um, it's like at two eighty five right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not paying George prices. <laughs> Really, two eighty? Yeah, and like the the, the don't volume, buy this at two eighty. I vol- think that's stupid. The volume is pretty high. Of course, so like the problem good. the problem is that the 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 non foil value of the of the secret layer is like two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. So not yeah. including. <laughs> mm-hmm. but I'm so like, happy. But like you know what will happen to like a Chrome Mox when they print they put in however many Chrome it Mox is. In this? Yes. Oh my God, George! Like. You are think, literally, you are literally killing me. Yeah, you are literally. I think we should probably me. get you rid of you on the podcast if you don't know what's in this thing. I had literally no clue me. of any card in here. <laughs> I solely bought it based on your promise of the pack. That's ninety nine percent true. I actually bought it so I could mock you when I opened it. Can that part's ju- more true. Can we just like make sure everyone knows? I never promised that there was a pack in here. I speculated and said, "Don't buy this with this I understanding." Are you saying that there's not a pack in there? Why are you fudding this product right now? Seriously, oh, you. Gosh, you, get the, you get it. You get it. Maybe Josh didn't read the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, interesting. Interesting to see what's going to happen. With this. Ice. Are we just not going to talk about how this sold out instantly and like like it shows that there's like the the magic market's a lot healthier than everybody wants to pretend it is. I mean, like, of course, this sold out. I don't know why anyone's surprised that this sold out. This this has everything. It has value. It has cards people want. It has nostalgia, and it's it's a really unique product. It, like people who are you're talking about the secondary market. People are just going to buy this thing to open it. Are going to enjoy it. There's not really going to be a feels bad when you buy this and you open all thirty packs. There's there's not like that that risk there. This is this is a great product. Thirty packs. That's so, brilliant of them. That's George, really smart of them. George, here's my answer to you. Like really. Hmm? People are pissed at Wizards and Hasbro, but people still love Magic. Like, and this is a this product particularly did a it did a really the design of this project did a really good job of giving people things that they love in Magic. The cards are iconic cards from every year. Uh, there's really great cards that people want. The artwork is insane, and there's memes on the Sharknado. Like, it's a. I mean this this product other than the I think the price is still high. My least favorite thing about this project is they were like, hey, this is a way for everybody else who can't afford the $1,000 product to celebrate Magic 30th. I'm like, for a lot of people, they can't afford a $150 product, A. And B, like, they made it How so... How could they make this product? They made it... Well, they made it so limited that it's, like, a lot of people weren't able to enjoy it. That's not, a valid criticism. I'm not the saying this product... Criticism. I'm not saying this product should have been more expensive. I'm saying like your excuse for a thousand dollar product can't be a hundred and fifty dollar product. Like I, I want a I said this earlier, I want a four dollar pack that you can open and celebrate Magic's 30th anniversary. The the thousand dollar product should have been four dollar packs to do drafts with. Stores should have had them, they should have been worthless so that stores can do drafts and experience the game with. And and using this as like a scapegoat in my mind isn't the right like dynamic. 
this is the time when you guys are supposed to interject and talk you, back and you have responded a directly to george ignoring most of what i said sir yeah. so yeah. i will let george yeah. respond <laughs> like i guess like so I, I agree with some of your criticism. Like, I think I think that the product should have been at LGSs. I think they probably should have done it cheaper. But, like, listen, like, I also tend to think, like, you know, is anybody doubting that the $1,000 packs are going to sell out instantly? No. No. Like, there's going to be a line. Like, this experience will be replayed with a lot more people bouncing their credit cards <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, like... I mean, like, this is the problem. Like, Wizards has a problem, right? Because if you're not going to do the $4 pack of the LGS, and, you know, if they made that, see, if they made the four pack $150, like this product was, the secondary market would still be at $1,000. So somebody else got all the secondary value of Wizards printing their card. I disagree. I mean, if they print, yeah. if they gave every store, if this was a mystery booster box. Well, that's what, that's what I just said. If you're not going to do that, and you're going to do a secret layer, especially a limited secret layer. I don't know if I how big of a problem I have of WotC capturing the value that they created. There's a, there's a valid point muddled in this discussion. It's it's what are we doing for the the fan that is under the hundred and fifty dollar price point? What's the magic thirtieth celebration for for the, the the casual Magic fan that maybe doesn't spend hundred and fifty dollars or a thousand dollars? What's what, what do what's you guys want them to do? Like, like, how cheap do you want them to make a product for the thirtieth? Well, hold on. They could they could have just had open free play area at their giant event that didn't cost money. But they they could do anything. They could hand out promos to your LGSA. Anyone who comes in in this month to celebrate they're, Magic they're Thirtieth, they're gonna do something. They give store promos every month. Yeah. Every month, I get yes. a truckload. Of promos. Okay. Yes, I you get, do. I, but I want them to market something to everyone. I'm not saying the $150 for this is outrageous. Uh, we're, we're looking at kind of a tiered system. I want a bottom tier to include everyone. This is a huge thing. How long does the TCG, how often does TCG stay around 30 years and have this rabbit of a fan base? It would be never. cool to have something at the, at the $4 or free tier or $5. Like, it's just forever. That's truly for everybody. Like, what, hey, let's lead into this celebration. What moniker. do you want them to give you for $4? Like, so, what celebration of the 30th do you want to buy for $4? I mean, Louis suggested something a while ago. I suggested two things just now. I mean, I guess what take your it? pick. Uh, free play space at any of their big events. Uh, Magic 30th promo, maybe out of something, some old frame card, some alpha beta old frame card or something that you could, like, have a chance of getting when you walk into your LGS. It's all random. Any, anything. Any number of things. I haven't thought about a, a yeah. direct free to your promo plan, but I'm sure they come up with give something. us 30th edition promos to stores. Like, I did. will be surprised they if they don't. They did that. There is a, pro, there's a set of promos that's coming out. That's got um, like the Fandor, Fandorn elves. Like there was a 30th edition promo. For that. There's some Good of that. Stuff. To you. But I, I think Josh, I agree with your side of, they haven't been marketing any of that. Like they are saying the celebration and, and George, the big issue in my opinion is that their marketing and their statements are, hey, come celebrate with us. We want to we want to celebrate with all of our fans the magic secret layer. And you've got the girl next to the guy who's talking who like feel looks like she's got about to cry. Uh, she looks like she's about to cry while he's announcing this thing. Did you hear when he said the price? Did you see her face? Yeah, she was like he said he was horrified. Yeah. Um. So I think like. It's the way that they are marketing it and, and the way that they are advertising it. 
as opposed to what are, what is actually happening. So, like I said, Josh wants to see more free promos, and I think he, what we're saying is that it should be advertised and be more the center of attention, not the thousand dollar product. It's on and, the LGS to advertise store promos, like the, there's store promos. Stores should be advertising, but these store are promos. for a special. These these promos are for a special occasion. Yeah, these promos are to for stores. the biggest stores event, in, arguably in TCG history. Right? Has there been anything bigger than a game hitting thirty? Like a single moment? Not yet? in TCG history. So it's on Wizards to say, "Hey, if you want, you can go down to your. You haven't played Magic in ten years. Guess what? We want to welcome you back. Why? You maybe you know this card. Hey, you played Magic now. You've never experienced this old card. Check this out." That, that's on them. This is their event. This isn't the LGS's event. Magic 30 is not an LGS event. It is a Watsy event. Yeah. No. It's a store promo. Store should be promoting. Uh, sure. But then then it shouldn't be. Then it's not uh, tied to Magic 30 because Magic 30th is not a store event. But they're giving you store promos about Magic 30. George, without, um, with, let me ask you this. Without, Knowing that the $1,000 product exists, if you were to close your eyes and Magic celebrates their 30th anniversary, what do you want for $1,000? Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> is, it, I have like, is it 60 proxy cards and a randomized booster pack? I literally have no clue. Like, the problem is this. Like, no. They could not do proxy cards. They could do real ones and burn that reserve list to the freaking ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, like, you, like, you want my opinion? You'll get my opinion. We are again. Uh, like, I don't like the reserve list. There could be no reserve list. The reserve list is stupid and should be gotten rid of. I'm sorry, Rudy. I still love you, baby. But, like, listen. I don't like the reserve list. I never have. So, no, they couldn't be proxies. They could be real ones. And they could tell these rich jerks with their alpha cards, it'll be fine. Nothing will happen to your alpha cards. They're still priceless. Calm the heck down. Yeah. So, for $1,000, I think I would like to see some sort of super, super high-end alpha artwork playmat with a, a really, really amazing... Um, booster box type of product that's a a set of cards with some sort of commemorative edition or gold that's not what back. i see but okay i see small i see small not big but then in my mind the cheap product is exactly what they did for the expensive product it's a it's a complete proxy set the cards are they don't try to make it seem like the cards are worth anything the cards are completely worthless it has zero effect on anybody the lgs's get it they can do free draft events they can do they can celebrate the 30th anniversary where everybody's on the ground floor and can draft this product and that's what i'm saying like wizards is saying this secret layer is for everybody that's what it is and i know 30 people that can't afford the secret layer like that. And then on top of that, even if they could afford it, they wouldn't be able to get in and to, and to get it because it's so limited. Louie, like, I'm sorry. You, I'm sorry about that. I don't think it's on wizards to like make it so that every single person can afford their premium products, but then they this can't market premium it products. as a, 
they can't market it as a celebration for everybody to bring us all together. Then, then the marketing needs to God. change. What, like, I, I don't think that's true. I don't think they need to. I don't think they have an obligation to say this is a celebration for everybody who can afford hundred fifty dollar boxes. I don't think they have the obligation to say that. I, I think there's I a difference. I think there's a difference there. I think hundred fifty dollar boxes and thousand dollar proxies. You're making a leap. This was one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. The thirty randomized packs were. Yeah. George is saying that everybody should be able to afford that. No, I'm not. I'm saying if you can't, and I haven't always been able to, that sucks. But I don't think you should be looking at Watsy being like, it's your fault. I can't afford it. But like, the, it's not I, on the, them but, to but make it. No, that's, that's, not, that's not the argument. Not there should be something for me. I can't, like, I guess I could technically. I'm never going to buy an Alpha Lotus. That will never be something I own, almost certainly. Like, Maybe I would like maybe I like maybe I would suck it up one day, but like I don't think I would. It's not something that, like on my chase cards. Shout out to Jordan rookies. But like, listen, like I don't think it's on Watsy to then make me a cheaper alpha card because I'm not gonna buy the one at the market price. Like, I'm not gonna buy it. Okay. That's fine. I, I think the difference between I'm hearing from you and for what I'm saying is that you I don't think that there needs to be. I don't. I think there needs to be a non-premium product for people to enjoy. If How you're cheap could that non-premium product be? I. I think it, I already told you five times what I think it should be. It should be draft packs that are four bucks or free at your LGS to just celebrate the, what it is. And those cards should not have any intent of being worth anything. It should be a celebration for Wizards, not a cash grab. They're Bring using collector's edition. Secret layer, the magic 30th anniversary so far from the, the public's perception is a cash grab, not a celebration. Stop it. Stop it. He's what Stop part it. of the, what part he's, of the magic 30th celebration so far has not seemed like a cash. Store promos are free. The, this is the first we've heard of those yeah. is when you, is when you mentioned that stores are already getting those. They've been marketed nowhere to everybody and if 75 percent of people don't know what a planeswalker is then they definitely wow. don't know what i am i am in the middle i it's amazing when i'm the one keeping us level they did market them they did share them at the magic 30th the first start of the year when they celebrated magic's 30th anniversary they did announce them they just haven't been it hasn't been the limelight but yeah how many how many lotuses would they have to print for it to be worthless like it'd be an astronomical number. It would have to be an astronomical number. Well, then it's not. Like, it would have to. It would have to be like, like I literally can't conceive of how many that would have to be. I get people bringing fake lotuses all the time. They're completely worthless. They What's wouldn't the, be fake. Yes, they the, would be. They would have a different. Proxies, back. They are okay. proxies. Mark Rosewater, come on the podcast and explain to these bozos the difference between proxy and fake. This is there's no difference. Proxies there is a big cards. difference. One is an authorized product. One is not. So you're telling me I can come to your store and play with these cards that Wizards printed? Not technically. No, I can't. I'm not, <laughs> not allowed. Is asking out you're loud. not allowed to let me. Like you're right, uh, and I would check that and kick you out. Let's move on because I take proxies very seriously. Brothers War. If you're listening uh, to this, with hold on. If you're listening tomorrow, I take him in the back and no. shoot him. But no. <laughs> That's what they want you to do. <laughs> All right, Mauro. I got your back, brother. Oh I got your back. Oh, my gosh. What is uh, happening right now? All right. Brothers War. Spoilers are out. Lots of um, good things going on. They got a mox in there. 
yeah, Mox Amber, uh, yeah. The, the whole artifact cycle. I wouldn't know that because you told me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Josh, I'm curious your takes <sighs> as the, the main card guy, the main player here. What's your, what's your, what are you, what's your eyes on? What's got so, your heart? I mean, you can't, you what? can't look at the proxies. What? 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 Wait, what's what got my, you say? What's, what's got your heart? What's got my heart? What's my heart? Never after? mind. Never mind. Oh, no. <laughs> it was like, what is happening right now? Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, good one. I was like, what? Like, uh, so you, you can't look at the spoilers without, you know, first being drawn to diabolic intent. The fact that this card is going to be playable in major formats. Uh, yeah. Standard, I guess. But, you know, Pioneer, it's going to be in Pioneer now, which I think when Liliana came out, I was a little off. I said it wouldn't really shake up the metagame too much. And it hasn't, but it has seen play. There's two and three copies in the, the biggest deck in the format. But I was, that deck I was, was so close to being right. You, I was so was... But I was I was right. I was so close and also right. So I'd rather have that. So I think I think this card's going to shake up a lot of things. This is the this is power creep incarnate. This set is what it feels like, and it doesn't feel like they're trying to hide it anymore. You look at something like the prototype mechanic, and there's a almost direct Snapcaster Mage clone, uh, with just like strictly better Snapcaster Mage clone. It's yeah. it's it's pretty impressive. So What's that? I don't What's know, man. Oh, I don't know the card name off the top of my head. Oh, that's all right. I didn't mean to embarrass you in front of everybody. That's fine. I, I'm on your podcast. I'm already embarrassed. Um, <laughs> so power creep, though. It, it's Arcane Proxy, I think, is the, yeah, that's the card we're looking for. So power creep is a thing, but I, I think we're going to see a lot of what we saw with Dominator United. This set is going to slap. This set's a banger, but I don't expect it to do very well. Like This set just looks great. Artifacts are cool. About that. Theme, but I don't think it's going to do very hot. There could be there could be a video about that. That'd be a great video topic. It's almost like you do watch my content. George. I watch because I had to subscribe to your godforsaken channel. To leave comments. YouTube now <laughs> sends me recommendations for your channel, so I see your stupid thumbnail every day. That's funny. Uh, yeah, the uh, the arcane proxy is a card that a lot of people have talked about on my channel and made jokes about. Um, but the like a seven cost, but it only costs three for the prototype. Like that's. I like the I got, like I like the prototype mechanic. It's too it's so flexible. It takes a lot of challenge. It doesn't take a lot of challenge out of deck building. The challenge is now how to make use uh, of this card, right? Is it only cast for the proxy cost, or is, is there a deck where it can exist in both both kind of faces? Something like here. This I found it now. Clay Champion. This card is bonkers, right? Like this that? card's just in mono mono green. One of the best decks in Pioneer just got a four drop eight eight. Like crazy. This this card is crazy. And it and it brings up the question people asked when Ragavan was printed. How how big is too big for a creature that is just blank text power toughness creature for one mana? Right? We're getting into that. Like they're really testing the limits of essentially a blank text creature in mono green, but it's just gonna be huge. Is it good enough? Will it see the cut? There, there's uh, there's a lot going on in this set, man. It's cool. I like it. Um, I think the set like looks a lot of fun and then you also have the uh it's almost like a mystical archive but for artifacts yeah. where it's it's like these 63 different cards that are not legal in like standard and i think you can do them a draft though right i think so yeah but they're not legal in standard they're not part of the set they're part of the like a subset essentially the symbol is so close too i mean it's, yeah. it's so close 
Um, and I think that kind of thing does really well. I think Strixhaven with the Mystical Archive, like Strixhaven did well for a while and then it kind of died off. I thought the draft of Strixhaven was super good, but um, it kind of died off after a while. But this set seems more powerful and more thematic and more exciting than Strixhaven. Strixhaven was like Harry Potter, but not Harry Potter. Yeah. This is actual Magic the Gathering lore with the addition of Transformers. Listen, man, everyone loves the artifacts. And this set's focused on artifacts. Yeah, that is so stupid. Terrible. Dude, that's, doesn't it feel so terrible. left field? Care, no, well, like the, it's amazing. I have so many comments on my videos this week saying, I'm here for the Transformers. I love Transformers. It's like, I'm totally disconnected from that. Like, to me, when I think Transformers, the only thing I can think of is being like 16 and it's, you, uh, what's You guys fate? were too young for the cartoon. Yeah, Transformers to me is all about uh, that 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 actress. Megan Fox. Yes, all about Megan Fox. Stop it. When I think Transformers, I think Megan Fox. You don't. You don't think Shia LaBeouf? No. Nope. No, I think of the cartoon. I think Megan. I, th- Fox. I think Megan. I think Megan Fox too. Yeah. But I also think Shia LaBeouf. No, I, I much rather think Megan Fox than Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. Of the, I think of the cartoon. Just do it, dude. In the arcade game. You think of what? There's a, there's a great arcade games, two of them. Transformers arcade game. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The Transformers thing seems I like. I think it should have been a secret layer rather than like this thing that they're I, doing. It, it is. It is. <laughs> it feels weird because like Ikoria felt like they went all in on yeah. the on the uh, on the dinos. Well, it was also just the box topper, wasn't it? In Ikoria, no, no, no. You there, mean you get them in packs? You mean the packs? Oh, okay. Um, and like. This doesn't feel like they went all in on Transformers. This feels like they just shoved some Transformers cards in a pack. Yeah, I don't know. But people, like some guy in my comment section is all about the Shattered Glass they're, Transformers cards. I think they're going to go for some money. He's like, they're going to be worth more than the Neon Ink cards. That's crazy talk. Ooh, so uh, they'll have a bigger audience. Like more people will want them, I think. I learned from Louie that just because it's a big IP doesn't mean that people will actually want it. Oh, bring out the already. Looney, bring out the Looney Tunes, Wizards of the Coast product, everyone. Uh, this is the the best product ever. George loves it. Um, Stop bearing the lead here. Shout out Mishra's Bobble. I saw that in the 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 Mystical Archive additional product that Wizards loves to take their seven dollar uncommons and reprint them in premium slots, like <laughs> classics, <laughs> classic. Um, and then you have the 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 numbered cards, the serialized cards. I Those. forgot all about that. That's a thing. That is, that is. So there's 63 oh, of them, though, God. George. I am all, all, all in. <laughs> all, all in. So all in. Well, can all you in. Stop talking like that. All in. <laughs> I'm all in. This is amazing. That's how many serialized cards there are in the set. And like, if listen, we know anything, that's going to last one hour. I agree that they, they, I think there's too many. But. It's a step in the right direction. Whoa, no, hold on, hold on. That's too not. many. That is not too many. I totally think it's too many. It's way How too many? many. That's like 30,000 too many. That's like 20,000 too many. <laughs> That's way too many. Way too many. How many? It's, way it's too many. one in how many boxes? Because that's... I don't, that's I don't think we know that. I think they're only available in collectors, right? Yeah, they're only available in collector boxes. God. 
Listen. God, I love Wadsley. Mark Rosewater, I know you get dunked on by these two idiots all the time. I just want oh, you to know I, that I love hold you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have never dunked on Mark <laughs> Rosewater. I've I never said have his name. Him as perfectly uh, as I have. I, I love how, like, previously on the podcast, I feel like George has been the comment section's favorite. And this is probably the defining moment where that shifts. Like, now the comment section's going to realize George shouldn't be your favorite. Um, That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> 31,000 cards is too many for the, the like, n- numbered serial. It is. It is, but like they are make like this is an astronomical step in the right direction. Says the yes. guy who loves sports, who just bought two don't two hundred thousand in sports. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. If you need cases of illusions, national treasures, or flawless, hit my DMs. I sent him a picture of my boss's collection of Dream Team rookie cards, and that's the only positive and legitimate reaction I've ever gotten out of George. I was he was very high on it. So I God, saw a dialogue on sports. I can feel it in my soul. I, I saw a dialogue happening about these serialized cards and asking the question, should we actually be excited that with the idea that like sports collectors and higher end flippers and that kind of thing get involved, they used Pokemon as a, as an example of like Pokemon has more collectors than they have players. Magic doesn't have more collectors than players. And like, should we try to write that ship? Should we try to get more collectors on board? I was like, oh, oh this is a this is a spicy topic and a hard thing to analyze. Um, I think the well, I mean, I think the problem is like magic collectors collect old magic. There's very few modern magic collectors. Yeah, because like they just not reprint. serious collectors. Like maybe they do. Like you know, the Rudy followers have a case in their basement of every set. But, like, for those that have, like, you know, those, if you have a million dollar magic collection, you don't have modern. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, like, the current era of collectors that came from Rudy, really, um, compare that to Pokemon. Not very many people collect Pokemon sealed product. It's no, all singles. It's all singles. But yeah. because of Rudy, make. because of Rudy, magic collectors focus in on it's funny alpha investments and then his like big thing is collect sealed product. Uh, like that's what he talks about. Um, and I think like the, the question is, do these things get people to start collecting higher end magic cards? It's interesting. It's like a really weird dynamic. It's the, it's the one free. It's the gateway drug to like in-depth magic collecting. I don't know. Like, I think you're going to have, I think you're going to have old timey collectors go after these cards. So there's some bad cards on this list, the 63 yes. card list. What, Josh, bad. what's the worst? What's the worst? I, I don't have the list. I have no idea off the top of my head. Uh, somebody You're was doing great humiliating him on this podcast, Louis. Yeah, we're, yeah, I'm sorry. That. That I, thought he was the, I thought he was the and card Louis, guy. I appreciate that. And this, and this, is about, this is about collection. This is not gameplay. Please. <laughs> uh, there are some cards that most people won't know on that list. Like, yeah. you won't like naturally. Re- so, George, what do you think a serialized one in 500 when there's 31,000 of them that are the same thing. I just don't see that being something that's worth a ton of money, to be honest. I mean, I think you'll, no, no, that I disagree with. You're going to have people go for the collection overall 63. Oh, wow. That's true. I didn't think like, that. There's going to be more than 500 who want to do that. That's interesting. Um, like, I, I, don't, I don't know the gameplay. I know the whales. Uh, so like, that's I an, like, I think these are going to, especially if Wizard comes out and says, this is going to be a thing that we do for a lot of sets. 
not a one-off. Like, that's the problem. If they make it a one-off, it's just going to be a weird quirk of history, kind of like the neon card is turning into. But, like, if they're like, we're going to do serialized cards in the future, you're going to see a lot of people go for the complete set. Interesting. And I I do people do that in sports? They go for, like, a oh, yeah. Yeah. serialized? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But Why also, smirking, like, Josh? there's a door to nothingness on here. I'm looking at this list now. This is just a super, like, the full list, and you see the super fun. <laughs> Door to nothing. This is a sweet card, man. <laughs> What's the worst card you see? <laughs> Probably door to nothing. <laughs> so, so like, what's fun. a what's a one of five hundred door to? That's like a fourteen cent card, right? Like it's worthless. No, a one of no. five hundred door to nothing. No, 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 no. I'm talking. I, I'm talking. The regular card is like worthless. It's not a staple anywhere. It's not an iconic card. It's just a like. There's not sixty three iconic artifacts that aren't on the reserve list like you know what i mean i i sure. just don't see what a i don't see what a one in 500 of that goes for i don't it's hard to evaluate what that actually does i mean i mean maybe but we talk about all the time about how big the man- magic community is how many people there are in it that's why i, I don't know, i think these are going to do really well even the not so great cards that are serialized and numbered like if it's if it's ten bucks, there's no chance I don't buy that card. Yeah, just like throw in my binder. Like, there's no chance. You're talking yeah. about how cheap these things can be. If they drop there, you, yeah. you're everyday people are going to scoop these things yeah. up. Like, they won't be ten dollars. I'm not saying no. be ten dollars. No, I, they, yes, I, I, I wasn't putting words in your mouth. In the, in the three in the three figure range, maybe the hundred, hundred fifty. Yeah. My guess in the lower end. That's I I could you could tell me a story where the cheapest serialized card is under a hundred dollars, like the cheapest worst one where the community. I don't know, man. The only reason is, I mean, th- think about this set. Everything we've talked about, this set kind of has a lot going on. Like maybe I it kn- just gets lost in the weeds for a little while. I know there's like a mediocre Discord that has a buyout group, and like you could see, oh, Louis, that's yours. I'm sorry, buddy. And like you could see that buyout group do some funny business with all these serialized cards. I, like, I don't think the, the, supp- the supply is not high enough for buyouts like that. It, at, like, that's the point. That's the no. maybe this is why your buyout group is struggling. Like the whole point of the the whole point of the buyout group is that you buy it out. Like I like, thought I was having being low hyperbolic. supply is exactly what you're looking for. No, you need you need a, a set of supply that's enough for the group though. You can't just find a card that has three copies. But that's what you do as a whale. That's not a group. That's not a, a group experience as Everybody a whale. Listen, your neon cards continue. <laughs> um, I can't keep up. <laughs> it's been like just a, throwing this out there. It's been like just a throw seven, this out there. There's been a seven month process of George trying to buy out the neon ink cards. <laughs> I won't give up. Meanwhile, I won't give up. Meanwhile, Distro just keeps pumping. They did me so dirty on this hand in Modern Horizons 2. Anybody want Kamigawa collector boxes? We have them now. George, George, mathematically, what's cheaper for you to continue buying that out or to own all the Kamigawa collectors at Distro cost at your no. cost? Oh man, I don't want to. Think. No, What's probably this still. What's the math? I, you know what? No, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not giving. I'm not giving you my alpha. No, no. Uh, anyway. Oh, Distro, you've done me so dirty, Modern it's, Horizons. This is going to be a in the same way that I questioned how much does the Legends card affect. I, I, I question how much does this affect the market for collector boxes. Oh, this won't affect this won't affect those prices at all. 
like I don't think it's a, I don't think the yeah. odds of hitting that card and the the card value behind of pushes the market at all on this product. Nope. I I think you're so wrong and I was so wrong about the legends card that now I know I must be wrong. <laughs> like my initial knee jerk reaction is like no, people, of course people are going to want to chase these, but that was my reaction with Dominary United collectors and it did not happen. Well, so maybe you, I'm just, I well, don't have a feel for this. You're hearing me wrong though, because when you pull, this is the opposite take I had on Legends. When you pull one of these cards, there's only 500 of them. As of Legends, there's 500 listings already on TCG Player for that Legends Common that you pulled. And so like this is actually one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. Like Legends cards, I was I was sure. I was you were you, out. You I was out. out on collector boxes. I sold I all my in, collector baby. boxes. I was in, baby. Because I was out. There was no way that that was going to help sell collector boxes. But this actually, I think, could help sell collector boxes. I think it will help the EV of collector boxes and help them sell collector boxes. Now add in Transformers cards as well. That It comes down to, at the end of the day, you have 31,000 serialized cards how many boxes do you have like at the end of the day do they just print it? is it kamigawa neon dynasty where they just keep churning out the number of boxes listen mark i've been very cool with you you've got to stop so you've got to stop with the kamigawa you got to stop with the modern horizons too all right you got to stop continue theoretically there's there's now a limit of collector boxes they can print like right. that's possible because sooner or either that or they'll have to release a wave where they say this wave contains no serialized cards or something. Or they can release right? a wave and not say that. Like, yeah, that would feel really crappy if they make an announcement that's like collectors from this set have a LP chance secrets. at this card and they release a wave that doesn't have it that knowingly doesn't have that. Well, chance. I mean, that's what they did with Zendikar, um, like the Zendikar card. Remember the ones that were original magic cards the and didn't yeah hidden oh. treasures and didn't that they also di- that? that was a different didn't they also time, remove though. oko when he got banned no, no. They, yes i think they i think they i think i think god this is this is wrong really game. going back to my memory wrong game i George. think they took out half the okos from the boxes in the later print runs uh, i maybe. don't think so i think uh, they i think they did like i think maybe. they removed half the okos from the print sheets in the later runs i don't know it's uh this sets I said this at the beginning of the, the beginning of the year when set we of did, the year. Set I of the said year. I think this has the potential to be set of the year. You did not say it has the potential to be set of the year. That is not what you said. That is not okay. what you said. I said it was going to be set of the year, but keep in mind that that year, that calendar, that magic calendar year, did not include Kamigawa. Uh, this set, in my mind, is the Kamigawa of this this physical year. It takes feeling rough. <laughs> Come on, Tom Hare United, you're a good set. I don't understand why you're not pumping right now. It's so good. Everyone's playing so many cards from this set. Why is it not pumping? Supply. Everyone's playing so many cards from this set. Hasbro. Thanks, Hasbro. Dave Glass is cool. Mark you Rosewater, you dastardly no. see, see, man. This is you the, the, see, Mark. Again. I'm your only friend, Mark. Remember that. Stop running Kamigawa. <laughs> podcast title we hate mark rosewater <laughs> not george not george <laughs> all right speaking of mark rosewater magic's 30th event 30th year event uh josh this is your your excitement here so magic 30th year event kicked off and the big story was uh the no open play space 
that was kind of the story that took over all of social media. And then what kind of jumped on top of that social media negativity sandwich was one tweet went pretty viral about how uh, they then took the 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 community open play space that you had to pay a ton of money for and then moved tournament play into there because there was like, oh, we need more space for tournament play. And now people are like, yeah, casuals, the, the future of competitive or the future of magic. Yeah, right. Look at competitive magic players taking over the casual space. Well, what's left out there is the casual space costs you like a couple hundred bucks, which is ridiculous. But amidst all this absolute uh, poop tornado, was kind of a shining light. Did you see all the people gathering in like corridors and around tables and the convention walls, just sitting wherever they could and slinging cardboard? Yeah, that was pretty freaking cool. I, I wish I could have gone. Uh, oh, this is, I missed it. I had FOMO for the first time. I had FOMO yeah, as a dad. This uh, you yeah. can't go. You don't travel. I know. I don't. But I still wish I could have gone. Oh, uh, damn. I was like, I travel. What do you mean? I. I no, I, I think it would have been road, really it would have been really cool just to meet people and he like I think one of the things I want to hear, maybe if you want to leave this in the comment, I want to know like how people got involved in Magic the Gathering. The history of 30 years is like I'm 30 years old. So people were literally like playing Magic the Gathering while I was being birthed. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the You're only 30? Yeah. Uh the I was coming out of the womb. <laughs> And you were singing cardboard. I could see the ooze, and you were playing the ooze. <laughs> but like, it's amazing how old the game is, and hearing people's like experience with the game. Um, I think we sometimes get <laughs> move on, guys. Like, move on. Gosh, you guys have no <laughs> like. That was so gross. <laughs> Why? It's not that gross. Birthing happens. Gross. People are born. <laughs> we all did it. We all we all were born. Uh, we're your, all new, here. your new podcast nickname is Scavenging Goose. <laughs> okay, moving on. But I'm I'm really like I would be really curious just to interview people and just ask the question like how did you get involved in Magic the Gathering? I actually was so interested in this. I pulled oh. up my TCG player account and I looked back at my first TCG player purchase from 2012 and the cards I bought. And it was just so like reminiscing on those moments with like Mark and John and my college dorm. And like, it was just cool to think. It back is on so it. weird that you played like my formative TCG years. There was no internet. Yeah. Like the internet like barely existed and certainly there was no e-commerce. Yeah. Like internet was like scammy and like where the bad people hang out. Like which is still likely mostly true. Um but like it's it's funny to think how different like even you like 2012 like how like how different that experience is from like how I grew up with TCGs. Yeah, did, even 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 for me, I I just looked. My first TCG player order was in Ikoria because I have a game store. I've always had a game store right near me that's always had everything I've I've needed. Do you know so, what OGS was? <laughs> surprisingly, I did. I, I did Josh didn't make that comment because he read the comment section and saw the number of people who were on my side with that. You made that comment because you didn't read the comment section. There was a there was people on your side about that. Louis only I, reads the comments that agree with him and sends me all the ones that disagree with me. 
That's part good, of the, I like part that of, tactic. Part That's a good that, tactic. Part of that is true. I do only send you the ones that disagree with you, but I read every comment. Which, is, and, which backfires and, That makes me assume that every other comment agrees with me. And then you I, notice there's a lot of Josh support in that comment section. There was. This and my wife, my wife was also very much on Josh's side this week. First podcast she's ever listened to. She only listened to 20 minutes. She said she couldn't listen to George talk anymore. But um, Dana, I'm going to text her. I'm going to text her after this. Uh, anyway, October 27th, 2012. Uh, thank you to the Next Level Games. Um, mm-hmm. I refuse to pay any amount of money for cards. So all the cards are like six cents. <laughs> They're like all under 50 cents. Uh, but Avatar of Slaughter, Frenetic Raptor, ancient hell kite it's all these giant creatures that like you would never put in a deck right now because it costs 10 mana to play um i don't mean i just would love to like hear people's stories and that's why i wish i would have gotten uh, you should put that in the comment section and like and subscribe and also share this video at the same time help that algorithm out boys yeah if you do it all in under 10 seconds you get bonus points is that true <laughs> i don't know <laughs> why not <laughs> yeah absolutely Every- George, everything is made up and the points don't matter. Haven't you figured that out yet? I, I don't understand the algorithm. I only watch StarCraft 2 videos and they keep trying to push Louis' videos to me. <laughs> Next Level Games is still in business. That's great to hear. So I think what would have been cool here is just to see more so than how everyone started is I bet you have people of all different walks of life. I mean, the game's been around so long and it's so far, so wide, right? You've got people sitting down to play games together that probably otherwise have little to nothing in common. And like, I, I feel like it's once, once an event when I go down and I play magic at, at the LGS, I, I sit down across from somebody and I just have absolutely nothing in common with that person and have an app and just have a blast, yeah. have a fantastic time that had to have been running rampant in the halls outside of the event. Inside the event was all serious business, competitive magic's back, baby. Boom. Suck it. Love it. I'm all in. I'm, when you're happy, I'm happy, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, when I'm drinking, yeah. you're pretty. <laughs> I think that's there was not true with Michelob Ultra. There's yeah. no way there's enough alcohol in that water to make Louis pretty. There was some other stuff with the event that I, like, I think could have been done better. Like the the table, the official magic table, the prices were like sky high. It's like when the prices were super high on day one and then they like lowered the prices, which is like what you see at like a crappy festival with like band. Did they give everybody the 30, 30th anniversary packs? We used to knock them They gave 305 people who paid $700 dollars two 30th anniversary packs each. I think the plebes like us who would have bought in the regular event didn't have, didn't get. Oh no, make no mistake. If I went to magic's 30th, I was buying the baller pack. It sold out in like a minute. Sold out in like no no time. Uh, I wasn't a dad then. I would have got it. I got it. Okay. I this is the first time I get to resent my daughter. No, for this. you don't get to do that. I get to resent my daughter. Wow. Well, we know the comment, <laughs> Louis. If that's not the intro, I want you to know you should be rethinking your life. You, you ruined it. You could have just let it go, and it could have been the intro. But now that you commented on it, it's not going to be the intro. What? You, don't get, you don't get to dictate what the intro is. It's not your podcast. You anymore. don't control him. Yeah. You're not his, you're not his dad. <laughs> Carol. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> um, but anyway, they, they, they kept lowering the prices. Like, Is this like some poor band who can't afford to train? <laughs> is this like some, some failed? Like some, what a wild. Like what a wild. 
It's like some poor uh, rock and roll band that needs to lower their prices on their merch so they can afford dinner tonight. And like, like why, why not just like be at market price or less than market price for your, you created the product. You don't even have to buy it. Like it costs you nothing. The biggest, the biggest note there is the difference in price on things. We don't pay attention to the secondary market yet. All of the products seem to be real close, real close to secondary market price. Man, the worst thing Wizards ever did was got get rid of MSRP. Like getting rid of MSRP. eh, Wrong. Oh God, I can, I feel, I feel an LGS discussion coming on here. (laughs) Next week. Next week. No, I'm not getting into that with George. <laughs> I'd rather do anything else. MSRP is anything stupid. Else. MSRP is ridiculous. Name it in the comment section. I'd rather do it than have that discussion with George. Oh, this is going to be some good ones. I right. I will go into the comment section to read that. Let's move on. Let's do our um our first look at Rise, a new TCG. Oh, we're not doing the Pokemon thing? That's after the first look at Rise. We talked about it like eight times. We are Why awesome. We, You're we, awesome we, at we, the rundown. You're great at it. We're doing Rise then Pokemon. Yeah, we're in it, baby. We're we're doing it. So Rise sent us this. Uh, we're gonna give away um, one of these packs. This is from the collector edition. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll give away all the cards from this pack that I'm gonna open on on camera. Uh, I gotta get my camera switch up here. Wow, way to keep out. I'm not giving a full pack, Louis. That's really nice of you, buddy. I'm giving them all the cards from this pack. It's literally what I said. Pack. Huh? You give them the sealed pack. All right, we'll, I'll, I'll open a pack, and then we'll give a sealed pack. That's a good idea. So, uh, this is Rise. Let me move my keyboard here. You guys also get to open at the same time, guys. This is a, a community. Oh, it's this a what, group? It's this a is group? why I sent you guys packs. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought it's just because you liked me. Why which, one, you guys... which one do you want me to open? Yeah, the, the, the yeah, one that, that one? you just had. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The packs are very hard to open. This is very typical There's... for sample packs. There's a tab at the. This is the first sample pack of anything I've ever opened. Oh, should we tell them a little bit more about the game, or you want to just show them the cards first? Cards I first. think you should give them the spiel as you're opening the. No, pack. I, I want them to enjoy the cards because these cards are. I already opened no, a pack. These cards are bananas. They're absolutely insane. Oh, ho, ho, ho. all right, here we go. They are like, look at that thing. I'm trying not to break the card. It's like a plasticky, like it's not so- even. The rumor is that it's it's dipped, it's wax dipped cardboard. That's been the rumor. It's a it feels amazing. I wish every card felt like this. Oh, there may be. They told me there might be some nudity. So if there is, we'll we'll edit it out. But uh, they feel really really good. <laughs> if there is, if there is, it's George. <laughs> that almost happened. Pride. So um, you've got lust and gluttony and pride. I think it's like the what is it the tw- the seven sins maybe. I Envy. An I got an angle that I that I probably won't show. Oh wow! Greed is is the rare and stuff in the back per usual. Yeah, I think there's ranks. I think there's a rank three is like the the rare at the top there. The uh, dark, dark. Oh, temple. rank three is the rare. I think so. Yeah. Then maybe I don't know. Oh, I got a rank four, baby. Ooh. Oh, what'd you get? Show the camera. Got a mimic. Show the camera. I'm working on it, boo boo. Simmer I like down. The, I love the artwork. This artwork's really cool. I'm sure. These feel wild. Yeah. Don't you wish oh every card gosh. felt like that? Every card should be like this. Every card oh. should feel like this. Oh so it's my funny. god. Uh, 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 somebody from a different uh, a, a different group called me. It was like, "Hey, are you in on Rise?" I'm like, I don't know yet. I'm thinking about it. They're like, and he called me. He's like, I felt the cards. You have 
to get in on Rise. <laughs> like, he was adamant. Um, the cards are gorgeous. The cards feel amazing. Now, George, do you know, are these the cards that they are going to have in their regular packs? Or this, is I this don't know. just the collector edition pack? I don't know. Yeah, maybe if Rise is, um, if Rise is in the comment section, they can tell us the answer to that. I, have, I asked them some questions before they actually had oh. sent us um, some stuff. Um, cool. Yeah, I, you know, listen, the, the artwork's amazing. Cards feel great. I, you know, listen, like I think this is uh, the thing I think they're doing that's smart is they're differentiating themselves in card quality. Yeah. Slime like, slung. I think slime Mimic's really slung, good. Dude. I think Mimic's really good. Yeah, rank well, show four. us your rank I think four. that's like that's probably like a, that's like a mythic. Oh wow, that's cool. I just want to thank them for accusing me to love the most, obviously, by giving me the rank four. I got the protection mirror and madness. Oh, madness! Take control um, of targeted creature. Art. Are you kidding me? So they're oh that that's, artwork's God, so, that cool. so cool. Oh my gosh, that's good. So cool. So good. Josh, I'll buy that for me. I want that. <laughs> no, I want that bad. <laughs> Uh, I'm like mad I sent you what that you one. Great you got two rank threes. I got I two got rank one. threes. Oh, I only got, got. I only got one. Rise hate George you. got a rank four. Rise oh. hate you. All right, so let's oh, talk man. about some things before we lose people. Uh, the Kickstarter started October 18th and it goes for 20 days. So we have one week from the from this video when it's over. So you have like seven days left if you're interested in backing this. Uh, they had an early bird, but it went three days, um, and then. They've unlocked a bunch of promo cards and 15 free cards with stretch goals. I love that unlocking the promo cards. Great idea. Continue. Yeah. Stretch goals in Kickstarter are big deal. You, big have, deal. To, you have to do that. Um, working with LGS is their prior, priority over online game stores. Uh, so there is an LGS tier. This is something that's very important to me. You guys know this on the channel. I actually really like the way that they did this Kickstarter tier. Their LGS tier is $5. So what the LGS purchases doesn't even go into like the massive sales numbers of Kickstarter. I thought that was a really interesting way to do it because a lot of other Kickstarters, they want the LGSs in their tier because it amps up the numbers, which is fine. I just thought this was like an interesting theory to do it. And then they're going to reach out and verify the LGS in order to then sell the product direct to the, to the LGS. Um, Kickstarter is print to demand other than the collector box, which is already sold out. Um, but I like that print to demand rather than, uh, you know, it's a certain number, uh, you know, it allows, we've, we've yeah, talked about that 100%. a lot on other Kickstarter games. Uh, it's unique. I said, sell me the game in one sentence. Give me a summary of the game in one sentence. A unique trading card game set in a fantasy multiverse infused with powers and magic. Competitive card game based on deck construction, strategy, inertia, and luck. So uh, pretty cool. I think you can uh, also play test this on Tabletop Simulator already too. So if you're interested in, experiencing the game for yourself that's a great way to do it um yeah card quality is card quality is amazing the rumors that are still tinkering the rules a little bit um like uh looks amazing feels amazing i think rise is i think rise is going to be big i i define that what is so this let's go through oh wait did you guys see this did you notice this oh wait let me catch this on that light you see the edging of the yeah. cards it's like gilded. So yeah. cool. So cool. Define big for me. What, what do you uh, mean I think it'll be it? carried. I think it's going to, I think it's going to raise a lot of money. I think it's going to be in a lot of LGSs. Interesting. I think it's going to be in a few hundred LGSs right away. Hmm. Pretty quickly. Okay. 
Um, this seems like a great way to I think separate your My gut budget. is it'll be in between two to three hundred LGSs right away. It's my gut. It's a lot. It's a lot. I think, but I mean, like, I think it's going to be something that you can. I think it's going to be a game that stores are going to be willing to take a flyer on it. I don't think you're going to have a lot of LGSs order a pallet. Uh, I think you'll see a lot of LGSs order a couple cases of it. Okay. Um, Because, listen, they're doing a lot of what we've asked other games to do, right? They're doing several sets a year. They've talked about that. They're going to have a TCG team. They're going to have their LGS team, I'm sorry. They're going to do some of the things we talked about of how you can support an LGS. And I think LGSs will reciprocate that love. Hmm. That's my gut. I don't know. It'll be at my LGS, I think. That's cool. Uh, yeah, I, I hope that's the case. I think for me, success on these new TCGs looks like forming a community that wants to engage with playing the game, uh, both online on like, I don't really like tabletop streamer, but online in communities, but also like play at home with your friends, that kind of thing. I think the LGSs right now are not necessarily looking to pick up more and more and more games. We've kind of seen how that has gone. I think that's absolutely true. <laughs> and, and like, there's so many games coming out. It's like a hard sell for an well, LGS. So, yeah. so what I have liked about this, not that they're not focused, like I think every game should have an LGS tier, but like focusing on how to grow the, the model of the game outside of the, the scope of the LGS, I think is, is good. So, um, um, I agree with you. Um, I I do think like a lot of stores got burned by the new TCGs recently, and I do think there's a lot of should I just retreat back to Magic and Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like you know my, me and Tanner from Cryptic have talked about this quite a bit. It's like you know God, I like your job was a lot easier six months ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like stores were probably a lot more willing to open the door to you six months ago, and Rise will have that problem too. Uh, every every new TCG will. Like, I do think they need to focus on dedicated people to reach out to LGSs and be like, are you willing to hear my game? Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you what we can do to help you. Um, you know, I'm not asking you to order a pallet. I'm asking you to order a case. Yeah. Order four boxes and see if they sell. Yep. Sure. A little clarity. Um, I was wrong. There's only four days to go in it. So when this releases, there will be one day or two days. They've already raised $420,000. They have 572 backers. Um, so, uh, good opportunity. If you're looking for a game like that, uh, collector card and standard booster boxes, they just unlocked on day 16. So more stretch goals to go. Uh, there's a discord server there if you're interested in learning more. Um, and you can go check that out. So pretty cool. This, I mean, this seems really sweet. Uh, I think they jumped the gun. Uh, if you're like, they're, they're kind of ahead of a lot of other games I've seen. If you are a collector. Right, we've talked about you know the multiple facets of a TCG. You got collectors, you got players, and everyone falls somewhere on that spectrum of those. These cards, I mean, they feel collectible right out of the gate. Uh, I did notice I, I pulled an old uh, was an old seven edition sleight of hand that I just had lying here, and it seems to be slightly smaller than a magic card. You can see a little bit of a little bit of edge edge there, right? So, but I I, I think you this rise is going to have an advantage here because. You're going to open it and you're just going to feel good. You're going to open this pack of cards. You're going to feel it's going to be exciting at first, right? It's going to kind of get a chance to get you hooked. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not confident. I'm not sure that the, this card is the feel of a regular booster box. I don't know if they have said that or not. If that is the case, it's incredible. 
Yeah, I, but even I, even if it's not, if this is the collector product or maybe a one a one in a couple pack hit or something like that, yeah. that's going to jump off. That's going to jump out at somebody. Yeah. I wonder, I'm trying to see how they fit in standard. So now I'm, you know, inner sleeve and a standard dragon shield because they are slightly smaller and, and the fit seems fine. Good. Fit seems good. So pretty cool. Uh, we may be talking about this every now and then on the channel. So on the on the podcast. Um, so be ready for Follow that. Follow along as Louie tries to buy the eyeball about. behind me. Yeah, I will buy the eyeball behind you. I oh, think no, you won't. Uh, if you are interested in winning this pack, leave any comment in the comment section with the word rise. Oh, man. Uh, and we, we will we will search for that word when we pull the comments. And I will announce the winner on what day you guys want to do the winner. I'll do it on Twitter. Oh, God, really? Why aren't yeah. you just doing it on the next episode? Yeah, why are you doing the podcast? Okay, you guys will have to remind about it. You guys will have to remind. We'll announce it on the next podcast. Yeah. Boom. Uh, and then patrons. Instagram that you'll be doing that. I think that might help. Patrons. I'm going to uh, be giving away a bunch of cards uh, for patrons for giveaways and stuff like that. So um, cool. All right. That was our first look at Rise. Best of luck to the creators on their endeavor. Charizard EPCs. Well. Speaking of best of luck to the creators on their endeavor. Uh, <laughs> best of luck to George on his Charizard endeavor. Best of luck to George, who, for whatever reason, this week has done nothing but complain to me about how many Charizards he got. And no, of which I you've w- been insufferable about Pokemon I lately. Have you have been so obnoxious about Pokemon the last three weeks. This is like, this is sweet justice. You cursed this product. You cursed this product like you cursed everything you touch. Is he done? Um, <laughs> and you, it's not my fault you curse everything you touch. Uh, yeah, so uh, Charizard UPCs, I think they're doing great. George, I think, overcommitted. I think George overextended himself, and he's, like, freaking out about it. I'm almost sold out. I'm almost sold out. What are they on TCG Play right now? Probably $30. Probably one fifty. <laughs> Buy 150 or 160. I've told George every single day this week as he complains, I will buy every single UPC you have. Send them to me, baby. They're 160 on TCG Place. They're $40 over MSRP. Like, why is that an issue? Why do you have such an issue with that? Can you go ahead and pull up the celebrations ETBs for me for the UPCs for a second? Celebrations UPCs are like. A year old. You know, go back and see what they really said. I don't remember. Can you refresh? I don't think TCG. Yeah, but okay, but these are still they're still good. They're not. Maybe they're not mooning like those. I want to be very clear here. They're still available at my Walmart today. So what? Why is that bad? At my Target, they came out six days ago. It's a premium product. They could be selling out. You well, are. maybe the viewers are finally buying their product from the local game store and shunning the big box titans of our era. Good that, job, that, viewers. Yeah, that must be. Woo! That, that definitely follows. Uh, gosh, celebrations UPCs are three hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> they dropped down to two ninety two. Yo, oh, oh, that's that's almost no, that's more two, than twice. No, two twenty five, two twenty five. They were also more expensive. Fair market, fair market. Wait, no, they, they weren't more expensive for us. Yes, they were. The MSRP on them was way more expensive. I think it's true. Yes, it was. And the new box, the new box. Weeks before release is already at one hundred two dollars. The new box, where? Yeah, Silver Tempest on TCG Player. Oh, we're not talking about Silver Tempest here. We're talking about Charizard oh, okay. UPCs. Okay, Silver okay. Tempest. Okay. is going to be the greatest product of all time. And we're talking about it without reference to any other product. George, get with it. No, like 
I, what do you want? Like, what do you want? You just want free attendees. You're still living in 2021, bro. You gotta. All right, bro. All right, bro. Relax, bro. bro. You gotta yeah, bro. Up, man. You, you went full PokeTuber on us. I know there's Charizards involved here, <laughs> bro, but take it down a notch. Got the hat backwards. Listen, it's a Pokemon set with a Charizard in it, and it's focused around the Charizard. This is going to age well, and it's already doing well. I don't, you're right. It's not celebrations, but it's still pretty good, man. It's still pretty good. It's a good set. It's a good, good product. George, I love so you. So maybe all to be clear here, this is not a good product. They completely messed up a lot of this product. The promos have been terribly miscut. That's true. That's fair. There's been a oh, lot of, like, I did not get the right number of packs in half my UPCs, and Ooh, I'm not alone. Wait, wait what? A couple really? of them got one extra, some got one less, and I'm not alone. Go to any, go to the, any of the Facebook that groups. Sucks. Oh, look at Louis' guilty-ass face right now, by the way. <laughs> look at Louis' guilty-ass face right now. That's horrible. Look at you that. get one less look at that pack. You can buy this product and get one less. Face. Like, and like, and here's what I will admit. This caught me completely off guard because like Pokemon doesn't make those mistakes. Pokemon do never makes those mistakes. I don't remember ever getting a Pokemon card being like, oh my God, did like Stevie Wonder cut this thing? Like this is, he's blind, right? I'm not going to get on the Stevie Wonder hate train with you. I love Stevie Wonder. I wouldn't let him cut my cards. <laughs> Like, I'm not saying anything bad about him. I would let me cut the cards. You see these meat hooks? These aren't meant for cutting. So, like, they're also banned in San Okay. So, let's talk like, about a few things. Yes. Yeah. Look, yeah. Let's talk about your guilty face. Sh- tell me one other product. You can't even say magic because they got rid of MSRP. Back to that. Tell me one other product that's come out in the last three months that has been selling for above MSRP. The MetaZoo trick-or-treat boxes they didn't sell for above msrp MSRP because they cost me msrp to buy yeah i know and you're selling them for more than msrp which i'm fine with if you paid msrp terrible example horrible example A product comes out the same week as this product that's above MSRP, and it's a terrible example. But isn't the product that we're using an example, the distribution price, essentially, the store's price is MSRP? Yeah, that's what he's trying to make an argument for. That's a a weird example. Give me me a normal product. That <laughs> what, what, what's a normal product as you're debating a, a, the, a product like, that UPC. you get from distribution for cheaper than MSRP? Yeah, I think that's me, standard. That's a fair statement. Thank you, Josh. Thank you for being the voice of reason. That's not the voice. Also of reason. in the that's comment the section. Wow, you really read every comment. You're a good you know, content creator. You know why you can't do this, and you're stalling, and you're making excuses right I now. I gave you using... a product within five seconds. If you asked me why, he snapped the product like that. He was ready like, with it. it. Was, like, I mean, he's wrong. It's a terrible example. Stalling my foot. According to Futurama, he's technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Okay, thank you. Give me one other example of what of a product that's above MSRP. Give me a product that's performing better for stores than this right now. Evolving Skies. Uh, Brilliant Stars. Evolving Skies didn't come out in the last three months, buddy. When did Brilliant... Well, Brilliant Stars had a restock the last three months. It's, it's also not going for above MSRP. MSRP is 145 and it's for 165. 
<laughs> so okay, other than examples, and it didn't that, get a restock. George, didn't get George, a restock. George, give me another example. Those four don't work. I'm gonna need a fifth example. It didn't. It didn't. You're right, Louis. You're right. I concede. I concede, Louis. I concede. Uh, I, I, I like. I can't think of a product that came out the same day as the UPC that you can get from this one weird distro that you can get at 20% of MSRP that goes for five times MSRP. I can see the point. Your first example sucked. You've done well since. Brilliant Stars came out in May. Six Ooh, that's not ago. that long ago, and it's they got a restock like ago. a month ago. It's a six months ago. I didn't get they a got a restock a like ago. a month ago. I didn't get a restock a month ago. Well, that's not my fault I that did. distro hates you. <laughs> My rep called me. My and rep definitely we, called me. I, like I don't know what you want the product to do. It's like my understand, like my problem. Like what do you? What was Louis, success is, is, for is this? It, like Louis, do you think this is what people expected this product to be? Like when, when you and no. you were talking before release nope. day, is this what you thought it was going to look like? Yes. No, it's not. You are a before liar. Day? You are a liar. Before <laughs> release day. Yeah, when we talked a month ago about Charizard, did you think it was going to be at 145? You're moving the goalposts again. You said before release day, and I yes. said no. Yeah, you're right. saying a month ago. Like, did you think, like, on release, so before release day, which is a month ago. You said the day before release day. No, no, I did not. I don't before think you said Before release. Before release, is this, soon- when we talked about, when we talked about this a month ago, is this what you thought it was going to look like? Okay, so as soon as we saw how many were at Target, I knew that this was not going to be a a, a moonshot. Okay, now, what did you say about stalling again? I missed that part for the last segment. Can you go back to that part? I missed it. Same segment there. They're big guy. Mm-hmm. But there's, there, both can be correct, right? Maybe it didn't hit the highest of the highs that we think we wanted to hit, but the product is still doing well. I, I think you'll be hard-pressed to say this is not doing well. This is a successful for product. For UPC, this is terrible. No. it's It's up. And almost everything Gosh. is down right yeah. now. And Thank it's, you, it's pretty high up. Like, George, I'm, I'm with you. If you would have asked me on release day or 20 minutes before the first Tuesday of release or whatever your qualifications yeah. were, if you would have asked me then, I would have said I thought it would be higher than I thought it would have done better than it does is doing right now. But it's still doing well. It's doing okay. I expected it to do way better, candidly. Like, I, it doesn't matter to me. Your purchase my, order shows that. Yes. It doesn't matter to me. Oh, like, my, mine are sold. I have like I think I have like three cases left, um, like but like it's, it's not performing the secondary like I thought it was performing the secondary and like more importantly like listen the quality control on this is very unPokemon. That's I didn't know about that. That's, that's huge. A, that's, that's a, a problem. Like, this is very unPokemon. That's a problem. Well, well, it's just weird. It's just we- like Pokemon is, doesn't let this happen. Is this the first time they've done a UPC? The we printer. Just saw, we just talked about another one. The on new this printer. Podcast. The new printer. I don't think they bought. I don't, I don't think this is from the new printer. Okay. I was I was wondering because this is the first time we've seen promos stacked together, right? Yeah. There's like I the, don't I don't I don't know. Um I'm pretty sure this is the first time we've seen the three pro, like a three promo stacked together like that. I think that's true. Which is like a lot of people are wor- are frustrated by that because like how do you eh. the cards have been scratched together scratching oh. together? That's, um, I, that's stupid. I think this product is very successful. I think like Listen, you're sold out. What no, do you but just want? Don't say very. It's successful, but the very that you throw in there. No, I think it's very successful. Like I, I can't say another. Uh, George can make up all he wants, but I can't say another product that's come out in the last three months that's been given to stores that I can sell. <laughs> well, 
when you get your 30th anniversary edition, you'll, that'll sell. Boom. Right away. <laughs> That's another one. That's another one. Doctor. Everything else is, is a struggle. Other than Evolving sell. Skies, Brilliant Stars, the MetaZoo packs, and the Magic 30th, you're, you're, you're exactly right. What Magic 30th product am I getting from distribution? What are you talking about? Why does it have to come from distribution to prove this point? Because like, that's about, literally the statement that I made. What about coming from distribution makes it magical? God, like, do you think, like, the distros come out this and is, bless this, it? This is why we don't talk about Pokemon. Is this gaslighting? Like, yeah. this, do you think they come yeah. out and be like, oh, this magical product here, you will be the chosen one? You're... Can we get some Pokemon people in the comment section to yell at George? No, because you never talk about it except for this one random week. I thought I was going to get the whole podcast through without doing this. Nobody else did if it helps any. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I think no the Charizard DPC is great. What you, what you should be talking about, and the argument to my statement really, is that there's another wave of these coming. Yes, what's, what's going to happen with the wave? <laughs> I think right now and the pull- second wave is bigger than the first wave. Yes, I think you pull the you pull the plug now, and it's a success. In a month, <laughs> no- <laughs> this is why you wanted to talk about it this week. Your glo- your gloat time frame is very limited. <laughs> I have a window. I have a gloat window. I have legitimately to hit MSRP. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I, when you, I you know, don't think they'll go below MSRP. You know, when you're printing off something and you accidentally like fall on your keyboard and you hit the hit the number pad and you still hit enter, and then your printer just like prints for like three days straight. That never happened. Here, to you guys. here is my. That's own. essentially what happened with this. So here is where like I'm a little upset about it. Like now that we're talking about it more seriously, <laughs> I don't mind them printing a million of them. I really don't. I think they had an obligation to flag for people that they were going to do that. Because, like, we all thought it was going to be, like, a celebration UPCs, which we got, like, three of. (laughs) Like, you know, I don't think I even got a pallet of I don't think I even got a pallet of those. Like, I don't remember getting a pallet of UPCs from celebrations. Yeah, people who bought this for $307 are not feeling great. I mean, like, and this goes goes back to some of the other print runs we talked about this podcast earlier. Is like, I think when you're going to drastically change print runs on people, I think flagging that for the consumer is always the right thing to do. That's a fair take. I think they should have said, hey, I know this is a UPC, but, like, I want to give you all a heads up that we're printing. I'll bet you they printed literally 10 times what they did for celebrations. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be like, that wouldn't that. shock me at all. Yeah, I'm not speculating. I'm just guessing. Don't ban me, Pokemon. Um, like they, you can't afford that one. Yeah, no, that would do it. That would do it. That would do it. <laughs> <laughs> Magic and Pokemon cannot like me and like we got to be cool, baby. And I know Maro loves me. This feels um, like when they decided to print collector boxes and no longer do just one wave, right? Kind of yeah. print tons and not tell anybody, and all of a sudden collector boxes were super readily available yeah. all the and time like, i just i don't have a like i don't mind them doing a larger print run like this i really don't i think this is probably better to be honest i do mind them kind of not flagging it for consumers and not flagging it for stores to be honest like i think they i think they should have flagged it for stores i also think they should have given more to stores but that's a normal gripe like target i think got a lot of this print run yeah uh, I think that's all fair. That's out of it's all fair. I I still think like for stores, this was a, a successful product. This I think it was. I just I mean like 
when this came out, I viewed it as a way to reward loyal consumers. Because I thought it was going to be like a like a blazing hot product that everybody was going to want at like twenty times MSRP, right? At like at two hundred dollars. Um, and this turned into like a product that's on my shelf, which is fine, but it is different. I think you're in a weird different spot than I am. I I was the only person I was told followed. I was told I was the only place locally where you could get this for one hundred and twenty dollars. Everybody else was jacking up the price. Everybody. Our Walmart, we have Walmart in town. We don't have a Target in town. Uh, they didn't get any. So, like, I was the only place where my customers could get this without paying whatever online or waiting online, whatever, to get it. And so, like, I think that's my perspective. The we Target be... by me is just in the fat cat part of town. I don't go there. We could be seeing some a weird situation. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of someone who buys a $120 TCG product at Target. I think for products that are more expensive like that, I I think most of those products are probably purchased at the LGS when you start getting into those those three figure numbers. No, I, is there any no, other not for big Pokemon. box? Not for Pokemon's other, wild. There's I, some I big box Pokemon love... items sold at Target and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I also don't love the product as a whole, to be honest. Like you get two packs of seven sets, I think it is. And that just means like the hits are a lot harder to get. That's not what um, it is. How many is it? It's two uh, packs of how many proc of how many sets? Uh, the online it just says sixteen packs from Sword and Shield. I I got at least four Evolving Skies packs because I you know I opened four Evolving Skies. I think I, get, I think I'm sorry. I think I got four Evolving Skies and then two. Of, uh, wait, four Evolving Skies? That was four Lost Origin. Well, maybe it was different in some. Mm. I wish they would have done a smaller number of sets and more packs per set. Yeah. I I think the bigger lead here is the fact that there's there's errors. With this product, yeah, that like, is weird. I, I'm not going to give it them a hard time be. on that too much because, you know, uh-huh. at least not publicly, I'll do it to Louis privately. Um, but like, I won't do, I won't give them too hard of a time with that because, like, literally, I've never had this problem with them before. I have Listen. never, ever received a product from Pokemon with any error before. Sure, never. but I expect, I expect indie TCGs and stuff like that. A lot of the TCGs we cover here to get this right. I really expect that from Magic's had Pokemon. a couple problems before. Like, I know they did. I, I would call that out too. I, this, I, would, I think this is a big deal. Like, I, I like it would be to me if they ever made this mistake before. Like, I think this is just a one off fluke. I'm not worried about it. Like, I just, I, it just feels real bad if you're that person that, that buys the product and, you know, opens it and gets the, the well, if you bought it from your LGS yeah. and they didn't make it right, that LGS should. Probably not be your LGS anymore. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Like if you uh, got shorted a pack and they didn't be like, "Oh, shoot, take one from the shelf." Well, George, this product's not doing well. The LGS can't afford that. Product's doing fine. LGSs did fine on this product. We're just full of crap. I know. Um, Other than these thanks. four <laughs> projects said that are above MSRP. <laughs> thank point, thank you, Louis. You've cut through the sarcasm to the statement. All right, you did great. Um, quick, quick conversation on Cryptic. They we are make this quick, maybe so in an hour. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they're coming out this week. Uh, I'm doing, I want to have a little dialogue about like when games like this launch and stores get the product in hand, if you are a store owner or if you're a community champion, which we, we've advocated a lot. Shout out by the way, Legion. uh, to legions, uh, really cool, uh, interaction here with legions, uh, legions drums were a game that I've, I've shared on the channel a couple of times and, uh, love super fun game. Um, they have a new community champion, program yes George. smartest program from a new tcg ever yeah super cool uh, they, 
where you can become a community champion and then get rewarded from legions for encouraging play at your local game store. And so essentially it's doing what stores should be doing is like championing somebody to be like, Hey, lead this. And it here's some reward for that. And they're doing it from out from a game creator perspective. And so I think that's really super cool. Um, I think, yeah, like that's a, that's a brilliant program. So I'm actually torn between that and the, picking up the Patreon for Genesis at your LGS can extra promo. Those are the two that stand out to me. It's like, man, Canada, super just all, all, all over it, man. What's going on with this? Come on, America. Tanner, yeah. you're the great American hope. All right, Tanner. <laughs> Tanner <laughs> no, no pressure. Tanner's no pressure. Drinking. But like, if you want us to have freedom, Tanner, you need to win. <laughs> wow. wow. Don't no ask pressure. Wow, no, no pressure. pressure. No pressure. Um, Do you like so- communism? With Cryptic launching this week and stores receiving product, I want to have a conversation. Like, if you are giving somebody the right to be a champion in your store to do this, or if you're a store owner, how do you introduce new people to Cryptic? So, this is where it's tough for stores. And, like, I'll tell you how I've done it for every game I've ever carried you got to bribe them. No, I, you know, I think Cryptic's great. Do you know how people have come to my store and said, hey, man, do you carry Cryptic? Yeah. Zero. The same number that have asked me, hey, man, do you carry Genesis? Right. Do you carry any new TCG? Uh, so, like, what you got to do, if you want to get serious about new TCG, this is going to cost you some money. I tell people, come, learn this game, and I'm going to bring in some pizza on my dime, and I'm going to buy your Magic Draft. Your Magic Draft tonight is on me if you come in first and learn Cryptic. I think that's a great point. I think you're definitely targeting those audiences that already played TCGs and bonus points. If you have a, a community that maybe already plays an indie TCG or two, you've got people comfortable with kind of getting, you know, familiar with a new game or something like that. So I do think that's where it gets hard for a store like mine, because like, I'm not going to ask somebody from who's playing Genesis to like, that's move true. Over to that's that's that true. That feels scummy to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I have no problem telling people from Magic. So like I'll say like hey friend like, of Mark Rosewater, would, by the way. I would never do I'll buy your Genesis draft. Like because right. that feels bad for sure. a city yeah. as a friend. And I would never do it to Tanner either. Right. Yeah. Um like I um but I you know I will certainly say I'll buy your magic draft, come eat some pizza and learn the game. Uh it's on me. Here's a free deck, here's a free draft like we're gonna have some fun with it let's sit down and play yeah and i think cryptic does a, a really good job of this with the we've talked about these a lot of time but like the booster decks yeah. where like that free product that you're giving for that is doesn't cost you opening up an entire booster box it doesn't cost you a lot it costs you a, a product that you can then you know just give without feeling really not bad as a as a store owner but like hitting your wallet heavy it's one product that you can give people that they can hop in and play and then you can pay for the draft and stuff like that so and it's available at distro like yeah. the the booster decks are available at distro they're available the booster boxes are too like everything you need is ready for you um tanner's ahead of that game like tanner yeah. gets that stuff it's all about building a positive culture I mean, we've all we've all been to game stores too where it's like the indie tcg culture is not 
it's not thriving, right? People who are come in and talk about another game are constantly maybe bashed or talked down on because it's not as good as as Magic or Pokemon or whatever the main game at that store is. I, I think you do have to have a culture that's accepting, right? Just the, you can present something and say, hey, we're going to try this. It's going to be exciting. You know, let me know what you think. And people aren't instantly going into it with a mindset of negativity. I, I think having that environment and culting that, cultivating that environment is going to help you push some of these great games. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have that, like, if you, you don't have you, that, like, I don't know why you're carrying a game like this. Like, it, and I, I yeah. don't know. Um, and that's true for any of these two games. Like, you know, like, let's say, like, most of these big stores, you know what they carry? Magic and Pokemon. Yeah. And, like, and there's a reason for that. that. There's, you have to put in effort. It, like you've said, you've said yeah. it many times, George. It takes effort. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I think a lot of these new games, I think Tanner gets it probably more than most. USA. They don't understand <laughs> how hard it is to build a community. Yeah, around a new TCG, yeah. it doesn't happen quickly. It doesn't happen overnight, and like, like you know, I'll be you know, God, I'll, I'll be blunt. There are some nights I lay awake wondering, like, the hell's the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, then like you talk to Tanner, you talk to a Sid, uh, and you're like, damn, like that's why. It's like yeah. their game deserves to see the light of day. It's for the people. And, like, it's for the community. And I yeah. can help that. It's why I, I love sharing games like Rise. Like I. I, I think the idea, and we had this argument a long time ago, George, the idea that any of these new, oh my God, I love it. Any of these new TCGs will overtake magic. Yeah, that's dead. Like, it, then I was dead. right. Because that was your. Absolutely. That was Absolutely your. Absolutely, you were right. Metric. Absolutely, you were right about that. Yeah. That dream that, is totally dead. Gosh, that feels good to hear on the podcast. I've heard that privately, but never on the podcast. I think like you've also idea, never heard that privately continue the idea of a TCG overtaking magic. We're seeing this right now. Everyone's pissed at magic yet. It still sells out. You know what I mean? Like that's it's a great point, Louie. Sh- shout out George. Great point. That's a great point, Louie. I never <laughs> yeah, thought of that. Like our magic, my magic event this week will fire any other TCG event that I play. It's like, eh, is it ever, are we going to get three people here to play? Like it. So yeah, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. But like, I think these new games have a place because people can get into them and really enjoy it. They can be a great second experience for people. And that's a huge win. That's a massive win being a second game for somebody. Like when you don't want to play magic, when you want to just hang out and play jam some games is a great win. And then on top of that, when these games do a big tournaments and events, it gives some, gives people a place to go to, to form the, the larger community as well, which we've seen with other games. We've seen it with MetaZoo. We've seen it with, uh, you know, Flesh and Blood. We saw it with all these other games and these things that I think is a huge, a huge win. So you hit the nail on the head. It's about being that second TCG. And this, yeah. this notion I think is finally dead that you can play one card game, right? And we've said this on the podcast before. I've made this point. That's what these creators should be aiming for, right? You have a bunch of people, you have millions of people ingratiated into the TCG space that are familiar with the idea of buying packs of cardboards, putting them in sleeves to play or putting them in binders to collect. You already have an audience that's used to like that. Now, whatever your spice is, you know, that's your own thing, but that should be your target. Like George says, join my game and I'll buy your magic draft. Join, you know, play in between rounds. And if you finish a game, tell me about it and I'll give you a free promo or whatever it is, right? I, I think that's their target audience and games that are going after that are going to see more success than games that are trying to beat magic. Yeah. Okay. Like, listen, they're not going to beat magic. None no. of these games or are going to be or in. Well. None of these games are going to be close. <laughs> like, and I say this as somebody who like genuinely loves some of the new games. Yeah. 
Um, like that's over. Like, Look, like I'll, and some of these games had their chance. And they didn't take it. They blew it. We, but like, like, I saw people talking about this as sorcery this week, and I was like, I, I don't even think that's sorcery's goal. I don't think, I, like, I don't. That's think, not sorcery's goal. Like, I don't think Eric's out there being like, you know, what I want to do is dethrone Magic the Gathering. No, I think he's true. like, I want, I want to create a co- community and a culture, and that is a, when I see games like that that are going for that, like, I'm all for it. You know what I want to do is I want to dunk on LeBron James, but it's not happening. Like that's great. Mm. You're tall enough. Yeah, and he's only and he's like the, the fourth same, best right? player, so that's not that hard. All right, wrapping it up. Like wrapping it up. Best players. That's pretty good. Wrapping up. Shout out to Jordan, the goat, and Dennis Rodman, the other goat. LeBron James is so much better than Jordan. I'm just joking. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that one. Uh, all right. The the same, wow, comment you, section going. Wow, you got, wow, you offended me. I don't believe that one. Um, I grew up next to LeBron James. Same same area. Our our schools didn't play against each other. But and I was saying, what are you two what does doing? That mean? Now? Like you grew up in the same state? Like he was in Akron, I was in Canton. It's like ten minute drive. Yeah. And you and you both left Cleveland. I went to one of his football. One of his. Where did you games. take your talents? Huh. You took your talents to West Virginia. He the took his to Miami. A little bit talents. different. The only place right. that would take him. <laughs> Salem. Uh, Salem event. No, he's Medizu. washed up. Salem release release event was uh, shout out to Arts. I was getting the the play by play from Arts in a in a group chat. Uh, he had a blast and a good time. Um, seems like it went. Won some money well. at the casino. Ooh, Did he? I didn't see that. Thirty four cents. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, it seems like everybody who went had a pretty everybody good time. Everybody went had a great time. Yeah. Everybody went had a blast, it looks like. Uh, really cool promos. I, one of the things I love about these events is you always see pictures of people like at the bar interacting with the yep. MetaZoo team. And I think that's a really cool interaction where like you, you get to see the people that you met on Discord and that kind of stuff. Um, so shout out my, for, for the event like that. My favorite MetaZoo memory by a mile is when you stood me up the first time, by the way, uh, was when I went down to MegaCon with everybody. Yeah. from your discord when you told everybody you were gonna be there the first time yeah. and we all went out with the entire metazoo team it's cool. like that is, that is pretty cool they're like that like, and, and it was funny because like back then nobody cared yeah like they were dudes like you know they were just like and i remember like i remember i talked to poncho about this and i talked to isaac who i love isaac isaac is amazing and i said like you know i said like enjoy this like there's gonna come a time soon when like you can't do you're this. N- like you're gonna get recognized. Yeah, and like it was funny. I saw him at a con a couple months later, and like everything was different. There yeah. was a line ten miles long for him to sign stuff. Right. Like, you know, we went out for dinner still, but like, he got you know he had to sign a card at dinner for people. Like, and it was just like, it had changed a little bit. Um, and you know, like I was there early on some of these other games too, and like that was those will always be my. Uh, favorite memories for the games is when like nobody cared about them. <laughs> like yeah. it's a lot more wholesome <clears throat> and fun versus when they get you know they're too cool for me. <laughs> like, you, you get to have that chance to have that that tight knit like you 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 you've talked online and maybe this is the first time you're meeting in person or 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 you're someone like me who's never owned an LGS. You you don't do that and you're having you're having dinner you're having a drink with the guy who created the game you traveled to this thing for. Or something like those moments are just uh, they're unforgettable. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I mean this. Like, I mean that is that might be my favorite TCG memory. That's cool. Mine's meeting Louis. 
my that was fun. meeting Louie. My favorite oh. is that vlog where I met you and I didn't show your, your face. It was just John, the pretty version just, of you. It was just my chest from my <laughs> chest down. Um, I think events like this show the importance of events like this. Whenever you see it, and like the the ingrained culture of events like this, uh, this is where I think it'd be really good for them to have a further out event schedule. Like they kind of announced events like this, events like this. Yeah, name of the podcast, events like this. Um, they kind it of announced. It's not good for the algorithm, and I know that. Yeah, it won't be. You're all in on the algorithm now. You are all in on the you algorithm. The number of on the algorithm about the title of this podcast. Is Listen, awesome. baby. Thank God, the you're al- welcome. You're someone's got to do the work of creating the YouTube channel. You're welcome. I carry the podcast. You can come up with a stupid title. You're welcome. We Both of you work you're welcome. together like a joint snake. We all provide our own little piece. God, that was terrible. That um, was awful. That was that awful. Was awful. Why do you make me agree with Louis Josh? You're like the only one who's only, ever been able to accomplish that goal. Only in the Metazoo section. Only in the yeah. Metazoo section. I was about to say, in, for the last five minutes of the podcast, you're on Louis' side. All right. I would like to see Metazoo come out with an event schedule for next year before the end of the year. Um, Like right now, what we know is like we don't know if they're doing Collecticons anymore. There was like this. That's weird, the rumor. That's the rumor. A, That's weird, really a weird statement about that. Uh, so I, I would like to know more about that kind of stuff. And then, um, like, when is the next big TCG tournament? Like, wasn't there supposed to be, like, a what was the next one supposed to be, George? Do you remember? Like, $1.2 million or something 1. like that? $1.25 million. Like, I want to know uh, when that is because people need to start planning. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people need to start. I, I think he floated New York Comic Con. Didn't that already happen? Not next year, New York Comic Con. Next year, oh. New York Comic Con is next year. Gotcha. Um, checks out. That checks out. I'd like to start seeing some more of that stuff just so people can plan it. Like I I always feel like sometimes these big events happen and there's like, oh, like it's in a month. It's in not just for MetaZoo, but in all the TCGs. Yeah. It's in two months. Like I need six months to plan an event. Yeah, hey man, these TCGs all need to get on the same page. They need to realize they're marketing to people that can't just drop everything and travel across the country, no matter how rabid of fans we are. So yeah. I'm all on board. If we're gonna plan event schedules out in advance. I am all on board on that concept. Give me all of that. Um, Salem promos look really cool. I want one of the city ones. Um, I'm a big fan of Salem. My my stepsister lives there. Did she did she go to the event? She did not. I think you had to get the tickets and stuff like that. Anyway, uh, we done? That we done? Cool. Yes. I just, that's what I just opened for my MetaZoo packs. Congrats, buddy. Thanks, what's the what's the second to last one? Oh, the metal man of Alabama. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, cool. All right, everyone, thank you for watching the podcast. We Hopefully... didn't get the best card, Mothman. The mess from Goose Creek. No, that's not. I just want to keep interrupting Louis' outro. If we could do yeah. that, George, go ahead. It's going to happen whenever you go. I want to make the people around you. Like, what, what, okay, what do you think about my person? Because the people running me this is good goodbye. <laughs> Everyone, remember the kind of people around. Hey you. Josh, what are you doing after the podcast? I don't maybe, know. You want to hang out, George? Maybe yeah, man. Do you want to the... buy this eyeball madness card from me? That'd be awesome. That I'll card looks you. great. You know, what? I'll just give it to you. That's sweet, man. Thank you. You grade it. This is why everybody hates our podcast. Everybody loves our podcast. May the zoo be with you. I don't know if that's true. I don't read the comment. (laughs) 
Now, hold on, George. You keep screwing it up. You ostracize him for screwing it up. He has said, made this movie with you three times. One. You screw it up. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Thank you.